Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine, the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines, those swashbuckling ladies who have to work a little harder than expected for their happy ending. Want to see what's next on our TBR list? Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book. Pick of the week. I just ate a muffin that Jordan made and it was incredible. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like wiggling in my seat. <laughs> that was so cute. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I want to eat another bite, but then you guys are going to hear the like. <laughs> Can you replay that sound? Because I don't uh, think you actually make that sound. When you... It feels like I do. Maybe that's a sign like it, the sound in your brain when you're eating mm. that other people. I'm very self-conscious about that because people don't really hear chewing noises, right? Unless you're like. Unless you're chewing with your mouth open. Yeah. But it sounds so loud in your head. That's true. Yeah. It's um social anxiety 101. <laughs> I learned something new about you every week. Chewing noises. <laughs> yep. this time. Oh. I am embarrassed to eat. Um, this is The Prison Healer by Lynette Nani. Noni? No, no, no. Let's go with that one. I'm full of sugar. It was mid. You probably had this recommended on some kind of shelf several times. Jordan downloaded it probably a couple years ago. Yeah. Or maybe last year. I don't know. Sometime. The like cover looks really pretty. Definitely gonna be it looks like bit. a sophisticated fantasy romance. Yeah. And it looks like it's um, maybe like a little bit like Regency. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. I so I forced myself to read the whole thing because I wanted a book to talk about for a pick of the week, but it would have been a DNF otherwise. Oh, that's so admirable. I cannot do the same. I know. It was just <sighs> I gave it two stars. Because I know it's a process to write a book. And there were some parts that were like, you're so kind. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Why? I kind of am. It was just boring. And it's irritating because like the concept should have been good. Like, again, you know, the queen of fanfic here. I have read fanfics that have been set in prisons that were outstanding. 100% gut-wrenching, like traumatic. Do you have a thing for prisons? Uh. I hope not. Because that, that was really random. Like, I have read fanfics set in prisons. Like, I mean, you sought them out. Yeah. I mean, my favorite fanfics to read about are Harry Potter. So Azkaban is obviously. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. So I was, I had higher expectations and I maybe should have tabled that. But I'm also comparing this to fan fiction. So really? <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of a, that's not fair to fan fiction. I know. Yeah. That's, and what makes me... Yeah, this book was mid. She has her Katie hands out, readers. It's that that means a lot right now. Yeah. So the concept of this is basically that they're like seven or eight nations and they all send all of their baddies to one prison that's like, I don't know, they've all come together and be like, take all of our bad people and just shove them in there. And it follows the story of this girl who her dad was a healer and he basically was like having like friendships or relationships with rebels of their like nation. And so they get arrested and sent to prison. It's kind of unclear why the the daughter who's like four seven or you know a young child some reason gets swept up in this and also sent to the prison but then the mother doesn't but i think she escapes and then somehow her like younger brother dies is like murdered during this like 
arrest, you know, obviously very traumatic, but I'm still like confused why she was sent to a prison at like 10 years old. Uh, weird. Yeah. So that was kind of like questionable. And I think it's kind of like covered and allegedly part of the story, but like I was still confused about it. Flash forward. She's like 18 to 21, somewhere in that time brain. Oh, the standard know. age for our heroines. <laughs> yes. No heroin age. And she's basically the prison healer. Ha 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 ha. Her, she took the position from her dad, who was a prison healer before her, before he died in prison. And uh, this prison's a really horrible place. She talks about constantly how people are like constantly on the verge of dying or they just immediately die because like you either get kind of put into a profession while you're there. So there's like miners who are like digging up some kind of substance that's, you know, important to the functioning of society, et cetera, et cetera. But she's been alive somehow for 10 years. And that is regurgitated is she a prisoner or she like got staff quarters what's going on here like how yeah the way they kind of glide over that little fact is that you know she was appointed as the healer and it's kind of important because if they need to like keep people alive but it's a prison and they don't really care about that they have her on the staff and she's also a rat for like the warden and that's how she's been surviving for so long but then like as soon as like the plot starts you're like how the fuck has this girl been alive for 10 years like the things she's doing are absolutely irresponsible and like years from a 10 year old to like a 20 year old and she (laughs) learned medicine while in prison as a child from her father Uh, yeah you're telling me that they couldn't recruit anyone else to come yeah okay or even just like pay someone really minimum wage to come do it yeah Yeah. girl i yeah and then i don't even really know how it like starts but obviously hot guy comes to the prison she's like oh no i can't get attached to anyone because he's probably gonna die uh etc still gets attached that's the romance line and it's like meh and then the concept is like the a leader who's a girl of the like rebellion in her country gets sent to the prison and they are going to try her through this like the trials or something and it's like a trial by fire a trial by earth a trial by water and maybe one other one I don't this know. book sounds exhausting uh y- so that's what's irritating as you would think so but it's boring repetitive nothing fucking happens the whole time (laughs) it's just irritating because you get like all hyped up for these events and because you know the prison healer for some reason or another decides to like take the place of the rebel leader because she's like sick and she hasn't woken up and she's in a coma basically and she's like well they're gonna make her compete so i'll do it for her which confusing because if you survive for 10 years you would also think there'd be like security around like a rebel leader yeah they would notice yeah they were just gonna send her to a prison and be like oh oh, whatever happens and also if she's a rebel leader like why is there a doubt of whether she's guilty or not like why don't they just like sentence her to you know what i mean yeah but it's irritating because there's like four or five events and they seem like excruciating nobody's meant to survive unless you have magic and the prison healer girl obviously doesn't have magic so she's not supposed to survive any of these but the actual event itself is like four to five pages at most and the rest of this 400 page book is just like the in-between period and nothing happens it's just her like living in this prison And then, like, trying to tell herself, no, you can't fall for this guy who's, like, all of a sudden decided to attach himself to you and isn't repulsed by the fact that you don't want to have a relationship with him. It's, uh, 
Because this setting would allow for a really intriguing, like, power dynamic yeah. between a romantic couple, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you are a spy for the warden. You have, like, autonomy in this prison. You're a healer. Um, I'm completely at your mercy. So, like, developing a romantic relationship that that's so lopsided in power. And you could just have a lot of discussions and development and... Like, oh, let's make let's make the heroine do the right thing and maybe not take advantage of someone who's in prison. Yep. yep but yep. no, that sounds like uh, that didn't happen. <sighs> now you understand, because like the juice there, the like potential for some like delicious fanfic. I was like expecting some of that, like <laughs> you know, like maybe it's Draco Malfoy that's in prison and Hermione Granger is going to be you know a prison healer because that kind of makes sense for their characters and it's a weird power dynamic because oh no she likes him but she's also you know a healer and he's a prisoner and he's maybe like done a bunch of horrible things. None of that, none. It's just her having like an existential crisis about people that she allegedly didn't care for for 10 years, but now suddenly has developed some sort of care and desire to take care of. I didn't realize I was this mad. Uh, I, yeah, you are fighting. I'm sweating. <laughs> but I think that's the problem is because this, even the synopsis, which is why I downloaded the sample, mm-hmm. sounds very promising. Yeah. Anything set in a prison is like, ooh, dark, conflict, yeah. let's do yes. this. And that was the other irritating thing is like, it was dark in a depressing way, but like not dark in like a, this is a prison kind of way. And they made like allusions to like abuse and the, the like guards like doing crazy shit. But it was like always just like there and like never really a threat to her and like... But, like, why is it not a threat to her? Like, she is a woman in a prison that's like a co-ed prison. The entire setup sounds so implausible. Like, the very basis of your story needs to, like, you need to be able to answer the why. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's a YA fantasy romance, like, it has to be somewhat believable. Mm -hmm. And then that was the worst part, because I don't want to spoil it in case anyone, like, wants to read this book too late for that don't read this book Uh, yeah but um the end has some like allegedly crazy revelations that kind of like make sense why it's all happening but you can't just shove all that shit at the end of the book and like not really have it make any sense or make any allusions to that fact like there's no foreshadowing like it just felt like oh no it's at the end and like i haven't really explained anything of like why this is happening big spoiler reveal the rebellio um (laughs) Did you just rebel? Yeah, it felt right. Um, but yeah, so that's the prison healer. Uh, better, better books. Let's not say similar books. Yeah. So if you kind of like the setting or like the relationship dynamics, I guess. Um, An Ember in the Ashes by Sabatahar. I've read the sample. Okay. It's um, this one's come up before on our recommended like top like similar books. I think so. Yeah. It's girl kind of in a rebellion sort of goes to a school as like a spy basically and the guy who's like top of his class and I don't want to say like a prince or something they form a relationship but there's a side character in this his like childhood friend who's this chick named like Helen I think just the fact that I can still like vaguely recall her name she's incredible like I would kill people for this character she's like the coolest like side friend who's like I've loved you for a long time but also like you're going down this crazy road like radicalized by this lady that like you don't really know and you're in love with her you're fucking up and then she goes like apeshit crazy and like turns into this like badass woman who's like no i'm gonna do the fucking right thing and it's just like but it has um 
vibes of the prison healer. So if you want a better version, uh, an ember in the ashes. Okay. Um, and then this is kind of crazy, but like Akatar and Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Mass. I it's could like, see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, a knockoff version of those books without the character de- development, without the interesting plot, but similar concepts. Well, we already talked about the lack of character development in Akatar. So I can only imagine <laughs> if that's your basis for character development. And yeah. that should tell you something. Oh, dear. Yeah. So I was upset and this was two stars. And what irritates me is it has like a 4.5 rating. They always on do. But it has like 60,000 reviews. And okay. I was like, the fourth wing. God. We can't. We can't. No. We can't trust the reviews or the numbers. But how else am I supposed to find I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I am dramatized. So um, this mm. description uh, reminds... Have you watched any of the BBC uh, Charles Dickens period pieces? And okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> please explain, though. Um, okay. So BBC did Pride and Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility, all of those... You have oh my god I forgot you haven't seen the one with um what's his the face the older version the older Pride and Prejudice mm-hmm. with I don't even remember he's it's been in the a lot Kira Knightley one or not <laughs> I know but they're so good are they they're like K dramas like they're they're measured they're paced out you get more of the actual story mm. because it, you know you have five to six hours of content rather than mm. just an hour and a half it's worth it I promise but back to the prison healer <laughs> so there's a Charles Dickens novel called Little Dorrit. Which is, I mean, a lot of his stuff is like social commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when he was writing, de- debtors' prisons were a oh, thing. Oh yeah. Okay, so you so you know what those are. Uh-huh. So uh, a girl's father, he has two daughters. Uh, he was in debtors' prison, <gasps> and so oh, no. his daughters were raised in prison. Uh, so that's their home. And so the main character is, I don't know her first name. Maybe maybe it's Dorrit. Hmm. But so she's the caretaker of her family, but she grew up in a prison. God damn. And it's kind of her story. And there's a romance angle. It's very sweet. That would be also better. I, yeah, that sounds better. And it's written by Charles Dickens. Yeah. Which everybody's like, oh, yeah, quintessential author, et cetera, et cetera. Notice but I'm like, saying watch the PBC period <laughs> drama. <laughs> like, Fair. his writing is incredible, but it's also an investment. So yeah. uh, watch the show, too. Yeah. Wow. See, that's why I was so irritated. And I think talking about it makes me more mad because concept killer. I am intrigued. I'm invested. Gimme, gimme. And then it's like, nope, you're going to be disappointed. (laughs) There's so many unanswered whys just based on what you described. Yeah. Ugh. No, thank you. It was... It was exhausting and it made it double exhausting because there's a lot of repetition in it, like similar scenes again and again and again, similar phrasing, similar emotions. I felt like you could have cut out 70% of this book wow. and made it better. Like, yeah. Well, you finished it though. I did. Congratulations. I deserve an award. Yes. <laughs> I applaud you. God. Well, um, from Katie's shelf to yours. Yeah, I'm embarrassed, but I'll see you on the next page. <laughs> <laughs>